Welcome to episode 122 of The Awakened Soul. For anyone who kind of knows already, it's a time of celebration around the Breaks Media for several different reasons, and we'll actually get into that during the End of Minor Hay segment. But on this week's episode, we have a wonderful guest, Justice Brooks from the Extra Regular Podcast and Wellness Wednesdays, does make her return uh, to The Awakened Soul. She's been kind of out of, I wouldn't say the limelight, but out out of, of the public for a while, um, but she really hasn't. We'll get into that in that segment, but we are actually, the main topic of that segment is to discuss the importance of higher education, if there's importance to it, like what, um, it's kicking off our series on higher education and what, um, is it still as important as what it once was? Does it still carry the same weight? Um, with all the other avenues that people have found to kind of make careers for themselves, I really wanted to sit back and talk about, you know, higher education, higher learning, college, the, the college experience, like what what's the value in it all? So that's what this week's episode of The Awakened Soul is all about. But before we get into that, it's time for celebration around these parts. And we're actually going to get into that, into the mind of Hayes segment. So we're going to go ahead and take a brief break. We're going to hop right back into it. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. This week is not dark and twisted at all. This is actually, like I said, a week of celebration. So um, for those who know, uh, the Pod Excellence Awards, uh, part of a Pod Connection weekend, were going on this past weekend. And unfortunately, I was not able to go. As anyone who kind of listens to this podcast knows, I've been traveling all year round. And I, I honestly, I'm just tired. I had to shut it down. And I hate that I wasn't able to go and just connect with a lot of the creatives there. Um, but you have to, sometimes you have to just be real with yourself. And I just, if, if I would have went, it would have, I would have been so low energy that the, that I wouldn't have been able to connect at the level that I usually do when I do go to events, but I am definitely there next year. Uh, I, there's, there's two events that are on my calendar for next year. It's, it's, it's a uh, pod connection and it's Afros and audio. Those are two events that I will be making it to come hell or high water next year. Um, Shout out to uh, Miss Nicole Banks as well for just being able, like, as someone who's put on live shows before, who's someone who's gone as a, as a speaker on like podcast convention weekends that take place over uh, more than one day. I, I've I've just I've put on like I said regular live shows. I've been a part of like panel discussions, and I know how tiring that is. I can only imagine putting together a full weekend of events and. Uh, just making all the connections, talking to all the vendors. Like, so we want to shout out uh, Nicole Banks for just what she was able to do. I think this was the third year of a pod connection. And so just at, off the strength of being able to do it one time, um, I'm sure would drive me crazy. And 
Uh, yeah, but you know, shout out to her and and what they do over at the Pod Connection because it's important. But for um, kind of get on to why uh, why while we're talking about it is the um, the Breaks Media was nominated in a lot of categories. So as far as like it was either the Breaks Media as a whole, which we were nominated in the Podcast Network of the Year, um, the Team Podcast was nominated in a different category. A few loose screws was nominated in a different category. Uh, BJ, my brother, was nominated in a few in a few categories, and so because of that, it was just. It was already enough for celebration. The Breaks Media has been around for nine months. Let's really sink that in. At the end of this month, it will be 10 full months. So we've been around nine months and we were nominated as Podcast Network of the Year. That's truly humbling. But on top of that, we took home the win. And so when when the Breaks Media started, um, it was it was basically an idea to house the three podcasts that are on. We had just not too long ago started the Breaks Radio, and I was just, you know, because I had, I was the producer on, on that, The Awakened Soul and Love, Lust, and Badass, so um, I wanted to kind of create something to house all that and bring it together and unify it. But that idea didn't stick around for very long because once the the idea of the Breaks Media came along, I'm like, how do I, how do I, how do I bring all these creatives that I've, connected with that I work with on a consistent basis over the last year and what can I do with this new newly formed media company and then the podcast network was started um I remember at the time I think the first person I reached out to was Dan on drugs and he was all for for a few screws loose and then technical foul and eventually the team and um BJ came on and not only uh, with his podcast but an ownership capacity and so you know, I think there's there's a lot of this mindset that like automatically when you hear the Breaks Media or you see it, you think of me and it's not. And maybe that's on me for not doing a better job at highlighting just all the people who are a part of this and all the people who help brainstorm ideas and all the people who help push everything forward. Like this is this has grown from so much more than that. And when we when I got notification, uh, AJ was the first one. AJ from what we're going to do um, was the first one to tell me. Hey, y'all, y'all won this. And I was like, and I was in disbelief for him. And I honestly thought he was fucking with me. Um, <laughs> but I knowing AJ, he would never, he would never play with something like that. He knows how important this is to me. And so um, once that came through, like I got over, I'm not a very emotional person at all, but I literally had to just stop. I put my face in my hands and I had to just take it in for a minute because it's like to, to aid to, to do something, to create something, have a part in creating something, and it turned into something that other people recognize—a brand that they recognize, a brand that they trust, or um, something that they that they respect the quality of what we do. Like when uh, Jay from Just Say Words is on, like me and him—I don't know if it, I don't remember if it made the episode or not—but when me and him were talking, he was like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get on your level, and I'm like, nah. We, I mean, it, it it's it's just humbling because Jay is somebody that I look up to, and I think a lot of people in the podcast. Well, I hope a lot of people in the podcasting game do. Um, because he takes this serious. And so um, for all the people, and I know I get a lot of, of CJ Hayes, Cordero, whatever you, whatever you respectively call me, that I take this very seriously. And I do. And not only because of it being like my brand or anything, but I, I take it seriously because what I got into podcasting for, I got, I personally got into podcasting for, to do more, to make people think, yeah, we have a lot of laughs and we have fun, but what I originally got into to touch people. And so 
to find out that what I'm doing is doing that on some level. And when you see the Breaks Media, when you go to it, I want you to know that that is a representation of the culture that we all live in each and every day. I want you to be able to come to that and get a slice of everything that reflects our culture. So many people look at black culture as just one thing and it's not, it's we're, we're nerds, we're geeks, we're smart, we're, um, creative we're resourceful we're business people we're we suffer from mental health we are, are trying to work our ways through the through this thing called life and i really want the breaks media to be a great representation of everything that is our culture and so when you see that we have podcasts that are so diversified from the top to the bottom of the roster when we want when we won this award it was just <laughs> it was overtaking not because of I know how hard the people on the brand work if you haven't learned from the team that them that they these ladies work hard and they're smart like if you don't learn anything else from their podcast or take anything else away I want you to take that away what what Dan and Paul do like to be able to to go through what they go through with their mental health and to still find time out to sit there and record and talk about it and give it to other people to digest just think about that for a second think about how often you kind of seclude yourself or you or you turn into a recluse or you just cocoon yourself because you're dealing with something mentally but now think about going through that and 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 fighting against that 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 um that what's the word that I'm looking for, but fighting against that, that knee jerk reaction to kind of cocoon yourself. And you say, no, I'm going to go talk about this on a podcast so other people can learn from it. So other people can, can hear my story so I can get it off my own chest. Because I think, uh, I, I think what they do is a much is as much education as it is like therapy in a way for them. So like dark sugar, like it, it, it it's, I'm, I, I just, and we already BJ one uh, best creative content, which that, for him to win that shit is just like because you guys don't understand what goes on in this man's head or some of the conversations just how he looks at stuff so differently but in a way that it's like it's it's amazing so like us winning all this it definitely definitely was an emotional moment for me um one that I don't truly have and then at a time like um I don't know man it's just it's great and then I over the past two weeks too I've had so many people reach out to me about uh stupid shit that's going on like and and lifting me up um and saying like it, it, it that that's that's the thing too for those who know um you know and that, and I'll leave it at that but for those who don't you kind of have to go through the weeds on this one um what I will say is that the one thing that you will never get from the breaks media or from from me again um is me playing into any drama because it's not it's not about that like i i really don't care anything about that for those who know they know those who don't they don't and i don't have time for people and their fledging brands to feel like it's an in and i haven't always carried myself the right way in those situations because i've always had the mindset in my life of if you come for me I'm going to come for you. But at this point, I'm going to let my success be the ultimate uh, speaker for me. I'm going to let what we do be the ultimate speaker. I'm going to let the, the the feeling that we leave people with be the ultimate determining factor and the speaker in, in, in some of the shit that's going on. Um, it's just, you know, everyone who, like I said, uh, who's reached out to me um, and who has <laughs> just pointed out the craziness and, like I said, lifting me up, gave, giving me education, uh you know, legal articles and, and X, Y, Z, um, all in support. I want to thank you guys. Um, the breaks media is not going anywhere. Um, this, 
award has really kind of refocused me personally as well because you know you you sit there and you create stuff and you get for me I, I i have so much going on that i get in the hustle and bustle of creating that i sometimes forget to slow down and and just not even celebrate my wins because this isn't a win for me like i said this is a win for the team um and so because of that i, I do need to slow down to do it the brace media uh just won something great and you know for any for anyone who feels some type of way about that it, it, you know i, I apologize um you know, we, we, we will do our thing. Um, we're going to continue to do our thing and we're going to continue to work and build with more creatives. There's a lot of things that I have in the pipeline. Um, and it's just, it's funny how someone will try to use something to create drama or to try to stir things up and how sometimes that positivity and beauty can come out of that. Because one of the, one of the things that have come, come in the recent week has been so beautiful and so, um, organic in a way that, uh, what it means for business going forward that it kind of makes me appreciate the silly shit that's been going on. Like it, it really does. So um, that's it. I know I, I kind of got, uh, I've been going on for a minute. I've been rambling, but overall the breaks media won the 2019 uh, award for the best podcast network at the pod excellence awards. And we're so humble. And I wanted to take time out. That's definitely the only thing on my mind. So I had to talk about it in, during the, in the mind. Hey, segment. So we're going to take a brief break in here. Um, a commercial from one of the other breaks media podcasts. On the other side of that, we're going to jump into the conversation with me and justice from extra regular. Hey guys, it's your girl Beck Easy. Hi everybody, it's your girl Joanne. Hey guys, it's Trell and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. Damn. <laughs> returning guest to the awakened soul and also a member of the breaks media so before we get into our actual topic i do want to address uh this guest and their their current project so we do have justice from the extra regular podcast it's so hard for me not to say your regular your real name <laughs> um so a extra regular has been mia 
for a minute. So I want to give you time to address that. But on top of that, I also want to make sure that I give you your just due because while Extra Regular has not been around, you still contribute to the Brex Media because you have basically run and operated the website since its inception. So I want to talk about that as well, give you your props on you kind of finding your passion with web web building because you're doing more than just the Berks Media site now. So I want to give you time to talk about that also. Oh, well, hey, hey, everybody. Justice here from the Extra Regular Podcast. Like DJ said, I almost called you by your real name too. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Extra Regular, we've been on a little hiatus. Um, both Kyla and myself have had a lot going on and, you know, who would we be to preach self-care and self-awareness and not practice it ourselves? And while we both love the extra regular, Kyla has her own business that she's working on. Um, I'm doing my own thing as well, like CJ or Hey said. Um, you know, so it's just, it's, it's on the back burner for now, but we haven't completely went away. We've kind of been thinking about turning it back into a blog, which is originally what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because, like you said, I've been working on my website building a little bit more. Um, but we still want to be able to provide you all with that audio content. So it's a new quarter. Um, we're doing those quarter goals. So I see you soon. Yeah, I mean, the blog, I can definitely understand. But we do miss your voices. So there there goes that. Um, but, yeah, I know it's been a season of growth. I know you both been going through your things, both personal and uh just as well as other things but I, I i wanted to speak on that because i know your wellness wednesdays even went away people were looking forward to that like what is going on like i just so i wanted to give you time to address it um and just to let people know what was on the horizon so yeah oh you know i've been thinking about bringing back the wellness wednesdays even if um our bi-weekly podcast doesn't come back there is a chance that, you know, you'll start getting your wellness Wednesdays again, your sister crush Saturdays and your motivation Mondays um, via Instagram um, and the Twitter for your wellness Wednesday. So we'll see. I have a couple of them in the bag. I just haven't <laughs> released them yet. So. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, now that that business is out of the way, um, you ready <laughs> to talk about this? This shit? Let's do it. All right. So in... In me being a creative and now being a full-time creative and other people going into it, you hear often about the importance of, like, what does it really mean to have a college degree now? Higher education in general. Does the cost of it really, uh, is it worth it in this day and age where you can kind of make your own lane uh, depending on what you're passionate about? So, just as being, I keep almost saying your regular name, being as <laughs> you, you're someone who went through higher education, you also work in higher education now. Uh, you, you've seen both sides of it. So I figured what better way to start this series off than with somebody who has your expertise. Okay. So what you want to talk about? <laughs> you just gave a rundown. Of I just gave a rundown. Yes, yes, yes. So what, as <laughs> just as a broad thing, what what is your opinion on the thought that um, that higher education isn't as important as what it was maybe 20 years ago? Um, I absolutely think that there is some validity to that. Um, depending on exactly what it is that you want to do, like you said, um, some college education may not be uh, needed in some aspects, but there is still, you don't want a doctor who hasn't went to college. Yeah. Let's just be real about that. 
So um, I believe like things like hard sciences and things like that, college is absolutely going to always be around for those kinds of professions. Uh, when we start thinking about marketing and media and things like that, um, we see all these social media influencers and creatives who have, like you said, created their own lanes. And they may not necessarily need to go to a class to figure out how to talk to people or how to engage people because that comes innately for some people. Somebody like me, I'm going to have to go to a class. I'm going to have to sit down. I'm going to have to take notes. <laughs> 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 because that's, that's just not how I operate. While I am a people person, um, that marketing side, you know I hate social media. So, you know, which is not always great for the business. However, um, like I said, education will be important in that in that aspect. Um, also, I think that people forget about trades. Okay. And trades are a excellent form of education. Most trades don't run that four year mid that four well actually the average student goes about five to six years now but um trades don't run that long and they actually pay more than a lot of the four typical four-year degrees and uh, people forget about those but that's something those technical things are things that you need to go to school for for whatever if it's nine months a year or two years to learn um those are also going to be important you want somebody who's working on an airplane to have went to some kind of technical school to yeah. know what they're doing so that you're like I said I think and working in higher ed myself I tell people all the time that college isn't for everybody either so um, you really have to think about the individual in in that aspect um, so for instance like my little sister um, traditional college that's not her route we've known that for a long time so speaking of trades she loves to do hair. She loves skin and all that. A esthetician, that's still college. That's, those are still classes, but it's not that typical college that people think of. So I think it is important to learn um, those things and depending on what you do. Fair enough. Fair enough. You just, you, you, you busted open my whole little thing here because you just gave it all at once. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I think yeah. I'll take it all back. Ask me now. <laughs> no. So like one of the things that you mentioned is that like I think everyone sees this these creatives now and these influencers and think that that's the easy path. But do you truly have the the personality for it? Do you have that's like great. exactly? Do you want to sit there and I be don't. scrolling down the timeline all the time? Well, I know you don't. We we no. we know you don't give two shits. I've been I've like. Literally, what has it been like three years now? One of the first things I did in the consultation with you was like, you need to get your social media shit together. You don't listen hey, to me. I listen to you. I just don't like social media. <laughs> no, I feel, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I've stepped back since as much as I was once on it myself. Um, but no, it's like it's it's not easy. And even outside of the social media influences, like to really be an entrepreneur, people think of it as this easy thing. Like, oh, hey, I like doing this, so I can do it. It's not that easy. Like, it's me now. Like with my photography shit, like this shit is difficult, man, to, to promote it and get people and find the right shots and work like it, it takes a lot of time. And so I, that world isn't for everyone, just like college isn't for everyone. So I think you need to find the path that's that's right for you um, rather than thinking it's this cookie cutter thing that's going to work for everyone because life in society just doesn't work that way. Um, but another aspect that I wanted to talk to you about and your your 
journey on this may be different because you do work in higher education, but was there ever that period after college where you were just like, what the fuck did I just spend the last four four years on? Because <laughs> motherfuckers who haven't been in college got better jobs. Like, Was there ever that time for you? I mean, honestly, so two things about that. That's me every day. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, I think when um, we talk about is college really worth it, uh, we focus a lot on the the academic side, right? But there is that social side that we know people gain from in college as well. So um, I like to think, and I say this all the time, colleges are big like case studies. So we're putting all these 18 to 20 whatever year olds in this one place and we're observing their behaviors. We're watching the dumbass mistakes that they make and we watch them grow up and mature. So I do think in an aspect, we have to think about college as a way to, um, and it sounds so cliche, but a lot of people figure out who they are in college. Um, the average person changes their major at least four times. So you may go to college as a freshman, like, you know what, I love graphic design and this is what I'm going to do. And you might end up doing something in like, a human service, like something totally opposite just because of the things that you're exposed to there. Now, is it worth the thousands of dollars that you spend on it? No. Nah. Um, and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, because most of us will never be able to pay those back. Um, and you don't have to spend that much money to gain an experience. But... Um, yeah, it's not because a lot of other countries, college is not as expensive as it is here in the states, and there's a re and they pay their educators better, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever thought about going to teach? <laughs> well, you're not a teacher, but if you ever did go into teaching, I do have a teaching. I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you're not acting like. Come on now, you know I fucking know. Come on, Posey. Um. Oh Jesus, justice. Um. But have you ever, do you ever think that teaching abroad would be something you consider if that opportunity was right? I thought about it for sure. Um, it depends though. So, so I already work in education and the, my bachelor's degree is in child and family studies and human services. And so I don't know where in the world they pay well for that but it's not here and it's not in a lot of places and I would probably be better off here mm -hmm. teaching those kinds of things. So like those family consumer sciences thing, um, you know, what makes up a family, um, psychology, nutrition, all of that. Um, I'm not sure where else would value that, even though we don't value that here. Cause a lot of those programs don't exist anymore. What do you think about that? Those programs going away? Oh, I'm sad. Um, just because, so when I graduated with my bachelor's in 2012, we were the last class to get that degree because they just did away with our whole family consumer sciences program. Um, they kind of meshed it into psychology and although they, they do, um, have some similarities, they're not the same. And, uh, we were the second family consumer sciences program in the country and they were just like oh fuck all that we gonna get rid of it um but i think a lot of those things are important so a lot of things that we learn there are things that aren't even taught in high school anymore so some of those like home ec classes where you learn like life skills and shit like that they don't teach that i don't at least 
when I was in school, they didn't teach me no life skills. They didn't teach us how to read. They didn't teach us no family planning. We didn't learn how to buy houses and things like that. Um, and those things are important, especially in the black community, because they don't like to give us resources. And yeah. Oh, you didn't want to see me no more? <laughs> no, I put, shut, 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 shut <laughs> Um, <laughs> No, yeah, and I, I, we don't we don't value our teachers enough, I and mean, not even in just higher education, just in elementary, like just in general, we don't vi- value education. The education period. Yeah, we don't value our teachers enough. Um, what was the next question? So the next thing that I wanted to talk to you about was outside of just the the P's and Q's of higher education and, and education itself. You are Greek. We, I won't I won't get into exactly what because I don't know if you want that out there. That's your business. Um, I just took that off and you want to bring it up. <laughs> well, I'm just bringing up that you are. And I think <laughs> no. it is like, so I know you say you don't want to pay that much money just for an experience, but I do want to ask you about, because I, I didn't, I wasn't Greek. I didn't pledge. I don't know anything really about that world outside of knowing you, but what has mm-hmm. that done for you career wise, personally, like in, in building your social skills, like just outside of just the education, I want to speak on that aspect as well. If you, if you feel comfortable opening up about that. Sure, sure, sure. So I did not pledge during my undergrad. Um, one, because when it's your season, it's your season and it wasn't my season. Um, and also it was one of those things where I felt like, uh, and I was never one of those people who got like refund checks. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, I got a loan, I got a scholarship, and then me and my parents are coming out of pocket for me to get my degree. Um, and it wasn't, no, I got one refund check my spring semester of my junior year, and it was $47. And I filled my tank with gas and went and bought some chicken. Like, mm-hmm. that was it. <laughs> um, but I didn't want to, um, I didn't have the means to pay for it myself. And so that wasn't something that I wanted to do. I didn't want to have my parents pay for it. My parents weren't weren't pledging I was um I actually went through a graduate chapter here in Kansas City and um my god the doors that it's opened the ladies that I've met the other people from other organizations that I've met um the connections are actually endless there is no city that I can go to that I won't find somebody that's Greek um, and whether they be in my organization or not, we're all one. We're all striving for the same goal. And uh, we may go about it differently. We're different colors, but we all are for the betterment of the black community. And so um, just in that aspect, I volunteer a lot. I have girls that I follow from their eighth grade year. They're now sophomores in college um, through the program that I chaired through my sorority. And now that They've gone on you to give back to your community, which is so important. Um, and yeah, the connections are, they're, they're literally endless because even though you may not know somebody in your organization, it may be somebody in a, another organization who knows somebody outside of an organization. You're making yourself sound get- like a real drug dealer right now. You know that, or you sound like Tommy in power, like your organization. Is this what we, is this what we're doing now? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, like I said, because not even, it's not that I don't want to share which organization I'm in. It's just that literally we're all striving for the same thing. And we just have, we have different colors, different calls and different ways of going about it, but we all want the same thing. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Um, what's In my organization? <laughs> what What would you say is is the the hardest thing? I wouldn't. I don't want to phrase it as selling because I want to make it seem like you're selling on someone and going to college. But if you were advising someone, what what have you seen as the biggest hurdle outside of like financial of what's keeping what may be keeping someone from thinking college is is for for them? Um, some some students. There's a lot of things. Um, So top two is some students don't have the confidence that they will be able to succeed in a higher higher education, whether that be at a predominantly white school or HBCU or Hispanic-serving institution or whatever. Um, They don't think that they, they can succeed. And something that ties directly into that is the resources that are provided, especially for our underserved population of students. Mm -hmm. So all of our students of color, um, brown, all of our brown people, (laughs) um, it's, it's really difficult to get them into schools when they don't know what they need Mm -hmm. and they don't know what they need because some of these schools aren't, they're not, um, I hate the word pandering, but that's the only word that I can think of, pandering to these these students. Um, and so those opportunities are lost. So essentially, I would, in one word, I would say resources. So we don't have those people inside of the school letting kids know what they need um, and helping them get what they need if it's not there. And we don't have that support on the other side for them when they actually do get there. That's just been in my experience. I work with the underserved population, so I can only speak uh, for that. But yeah, do you th- do you think that our? It is a lot. I'm sorry, I think we're a little off there. But do you think that um, when you say you work with the underserved, do you find that that like understanding the importance of higher education or even having the sense that it is important is is a generational thing? As far as like my mom and dad didn't go to college, so why should I have to? Do you think that that plays a part in it? <laughs> Yes and no, because most parents, not all, a majority of parents promote college to their kids, even if they didn't go. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though, so for instance, my dad has a high school diploma. Um, my mom has her master's degree. I also have a master's degree, but me and my mom received our bachelor's degrees like a year apart. So we were both in school at the same time trying to figure that shit out. So I do think that parents want the best for their kids. And sometimes college may be the best, but also, like I said, we don't need to also, we don't always need to focus on college readiness. You know, there's that career readiness part that is also important because you need to know, you need to know your kid. Like, why don't set them up for failure, um, which is also important. Like I, I knew straight, straight out of high school being, I was 17 when I graduated that I wasn't ready for a university. So I went to a community college first and I did that for two years and I did that for free. So for all of those listening, if you, um, are in thinking about going back to school, especially if you're about to graduate, from high school, um, look into the A-plus program and also look into community colleges in your in your area because most likely you'll be able to apply for a couple things and get that, that associate's degree for free. And you have those first two years out the way. Um, and then you may also, you get a little time in the world and you may be able to figure it out what it is that you want to do when you get to a four-year institution if you want to go to a four-year institution. I don't know how I got there, but you're welcome. <laughs> 
you have issues. You you've missed this, haven't you? Is this, is it weird for you being back behind the mic? No. No. I don't think so. Well, good. I feel like I'm rambling. That's why I shut up. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> this is all about you. I'm just I'm I'm just I'm just monitoring. That's it. I'm just here to to keep the flow going. Um, last last question though, and this one okay. is gonna, huh? I said okay. <laughs> um. Looking back at it, would you have done? Look would you do it all over again? Look back at it. Would you know? Would you? <laughs> would you? Would you do it all over again? Or do you think that now, like, like I said, you have web design that you're really getting more passionate about and doing other things? Do you see a different route that you could have went that you wish that you would have took earlier? I've always regretted not going to HBCU. Mm. That was that's one of my big things. So, um, for those of you who may not know what that is, it's a historically black college or university. Um, I went to a PWI, which is a predominantly white institution. And um, just because, so like roommate Allison, she went to A&M, which is also where Johnny and Ruff went. Um, and just to hear them talk about their experiences and um, the love that they have for their school, I don't have that for mine. I'm like, I got a degree from there. The education was good, but I don't have any ties or anything to the school, the people. I do have people that I still keep in touch with. Um, I reconnected with my baby mama in college. So, okay. you know, oh, that wow. happened. <laughs> um, so you do build those relationships and things that, that you keep. But as far as academics, um, like I just said, I wasn't ready to go to a four-year institution straight out of school. And I think the best choice for me at the time was um, going to that community college and figuring out what it is I wanted to do. I always wanted to do education. So I got my teaching degree and things like that. But um, I started in elementary ed and I realized that that's just not for your girl. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I moved up into, I worked with high schoolers a little bit and now I'm in higher ed. So I don't think I would do anything different unless the HBCU offered me enough money to go there. Because I had a couple scholarships, but they're expensive. So. Well, so it's that that's so you you know your calling was in school. You and you're very good at what you do, besides it stressing you out from time to time, but that's not for me to tell. <laughs> um <laughs> But that that's really it. I wanna thank you. This has really been something that um I've wanted to talk about, but I know I don't have the expertise to talk about. So I'm glad that you were able to join me and just add your perspective and what you've been through um in that journey. So I wanna thank you for that. Thank you for all the amazing work you're doing with the Breaks Media website. Because the site's beautiful, by the way. It's goddamn yeah, sexy. Yeah. But alas, <laughs> that is it. if you um there are other aspects of higher ed. So if you're making this like a thing, uh -huh. um, I could tell you a couple more topics if you if you like off air, of course. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. I'm trying I'm gonna I'm trying to do a series on this. So I wanna to talk to you who's worked in higher education and then I want to do it from a student aspect. And then I don't know what else. Mm -hmm. but everything I do now is in trilogies. I've been the number three is really powerful to me lately. That's just I know I don't show like my emotional side lately, but there's something in the number three for me. So everything I've been doing has been trilogy series. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to be digging deeper into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got ideas. All we right. could make some shit. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> well, tell the people where they can follow you, even though you don't get on social media. Should, should... I don't even no. What's my social media? Um, what's my Twitter? Because I haven't tweeted. Is it Justice Justice Book? Let me go. Let me let me go. 
and I'll edit this out because yeah, this is real. <laughs> I don't know because I'm not on there. Justice you B can... underscore the E R. When did you change that's that? Because that's not always what it's been. Yes, it has. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Um, you can also I'm on there kind of daily, changing stuff and adding things. If you want to know what I'm up to, go visit that. There you go. Well, that's it. Thank you. We'll be back, and so I I hope that you're back for the continuing the series since you got more topics. Mm-mm. But it, I ain't coming back. Yeah, whatever. We're out. <laughs> <laughs>